from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, September 17th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. While the Big Ten Conference announced yesterday they will reinstate an abbreviated football season, there will be no fans allowed in the stadiums. Dave Holmes has more with Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith. For now, it will only be family members attending games at the shoe. But they also admitted that they've moved a little bit because of new science and information over the past five weeks. So there could be new information that leads to fans at some point. We want to be careful. Most important for me, and I, rec- I recommended this to our, pr- our president and uh, the medical task force recommended, uh, recommended it. So I, I want to make sure we can play the game. Gene Smith says the schedule should be announced later this week, if not early next week. We do know Ohio State will have four home games. I'm Dave Holmes. Just because fans won't be allowed in Ohio Stadium for the Buckeyes' home games, it doesn't mean the stadium will be completely empty. Karina Nova explains. The players might not hear those huge crowds, but at home games, they'll still be hearing this. glad the OSU marching band plans to play. They're being fitted with special musicians' masks and covers for their instruments. Now they're just trying to figure out how to spell out their signature script Ohio from six feet apart. Karina Nova, ONN News. Governor Mike DeWine said he agrees with the decision to reinstate the football season, but the responsibility to keep it going is now on athletes and staffs. Bryant Somerville reports. Governor DeWine saying it is up to the individuals to make the best decisions for themselves and for the team. So I think there's a real incentive for them to act like they're sort of in a bubble and, uh, you know, avoid those uh, occasions where uh, infection could take place. Without that, he says the season could change drastically. If a spread occurs on the team, it could be season ending. In Columbus, Bryant Somerville. Hundreds of voters in East Central Ohio turned out to see Vice President Mike Pence at the Muskingum County Fairgrounds yesterday. Kevin Landers has this report. Vice President Mike Pence told hundreds of Trump supporters that they should judge the president on his record of promises kept. The vice president brought up the closing of the GM plant in Lordstown, telling the crowd... When the facility closed in March of, of 2019... It was a heartbreak for that entire community and for the state of Ohio. The closure cost hundreds of thousands of jobs, and union workers felt betrayed by the president, who told them not to sell their homes. Then GM sold the plant. Pence told the crowd the president worked to bring jobs back. On the topic of COVID-19, the vice president told the crowd a vaccine will be here by the end of the year. So we're slowing the spread. We're protecting the vulnerable. We're saving lives. The U.S. is approaching 200,000 deaths, the most in the world. The enthusiastic crowd cheered during most of Pence's speech until this moment. Let's hear it for Governor Mike DeWine. He's done a great job for Ohio. Reporting from Muskingum County, Kevin Landers. A verdict was handed down yesterday in the case of one of the teenagers charged in the death of a woman at Hawking Hills State Park last year. Yolanda Harris has the latest. 17-year-old Jaden Churches pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter, a first-degree felony. As part of a plea deal, both his murder and reckless homicide charges were dropped. Churches and fellow teen Jordan Buckley were both charged in the death of Victoria Schaefer. She was killed by a large falling log at Old Man's Cave on Labor Day of last year. Churches will now be formally sentenced in juvenile court. Meanwhile, Buckley is set for a similar change of plea hearing next Friday. I'm Yolanda Harris. 
Governor DeWine has signed a bill into law that forbids public officials from closing places of worship in the state. ONN's Dave James reports. The legislation follows orders in other states that restricted religious gatherings to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. DeWine did not issue such an order in Ohio. State Senator Terry Johnson, a Republican from near Portsmouth in southern Ohio, sponsored the bill and calls it a necessary move should the issue arise in the future. It also bans state officials from canceling or postponing an election, as happened with Ohio's primary in March. Dave James, ONN News. While the pandemic has hit Ohio's economy hard, it's also apparently creating opportunities. Maureen Kyle spoke with Heather Hall. Jumpstart Cleveland, which helps small businesses launch, says Ohio is actually seeing a huge increase in startups. They put out the formation numbers each month, the Secretary of State does, and both May and June were record breakers for new company formation. June, there were 16,000 companies formed in the state of Ohio. And according to the Secretary of State, July shattered that record with more than 18,000 new businesses formed. I am Maureen Kyle. And unemployment claims are on the decline in Ohio and nationwide, but still much higher than before the COVID-19 pandemic hit the U.S. Karina Nova has the details. Last week, 860,000 filed claims with the Department of Labor. Despite the improvement, last week's claims were still about four times higher than they were before the pandemic. Here in Ohio, the Department of Job and Family Services reported more than 16,000 initial jobless claims last week alone. That brings the total number of claims since the start of the pandemic up to 1,698,000. That's more than the combined total of the number filed during the last four years. Karina Nova, ONN News. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.